Hi, I'm Claudio Quartana, and you're listening to Gat Talks WGUWT. I have two more topics. One is very short, I think, because I think it's less, um, not sure, less of the listeners are it fall into that category, but that could be a thought for, you know, the future or uh, or their, um, you know, relatives. Can we touch a bit on the incentives for pensioners? Because obviously they're not, we're assuming they're not earning an income. So what is it they have to pay? Is it social security or do they have to oh, pay yeah, anything yeah. at all? Well, well, they they are the two the other two key uh, incentives uh, that I started to to, to mention was pensioner and a high net worth individual. With the yeah. pensioner, to be frank with you, uh, this regime that has been introduced just five years ago is not a success so far. Okay. Okay. Uh, you you mentioned it at the beginning of this of this discussion, yeah. Portugal. Yeah. Uh, historically. Portugal was one of the first countries to introduce a specific tax legislation for entrepreneurs. And it has attracted thousands of pensioners, in particular from Nordics, escaping from the cold weather to enjoy the warm weather in Algarve, south of Portugal. So Portugal was one of the first countries introducing a specific regime for pensioners to attract individuals who were on a pension age to relocate and live in Portugal. And to, to, to attract them, they initially provided zero tax, taxation, and now they, last year they introduced a very low tax rate. Mm-hmm. Italy, look at, the, at that particular regime and say, okay, let's try to introduce something similar. So back in 2017, when they started to introduce the special regime for high net worth individual that I will comment in a moment. They say, okay, let's try to set up a regime similar to the Portuguese one, where we ask the individuals to pay a, a flat tax, very small, 7%, and that 7% cover any income taxes on pension itself, so the pension that individuals receive from a foreign country, for example. So I read this pensioner, a UK pensioner, a French pensioner who want to relocate to Italy, instead of paying ordinary taxes to, on the pension, that is the standard regime, instead of paying ordinary taxes, they pay a very low rate, 7%. But the 7% apply also on other personal income, non-Italian income. So the way the pensioner regime is structured is, if you are an individual who is already receiving a pension, so that is important, the entry requirement is you should be a pensioner already when you decide to relocate to Italy. You cannot be an individual still working close to the pension age. They say, okay, I'm relocating to Italy and in a couple of years from now, I stop working and becoming a pensioner. You should be already a pensioner. And if you're not being resident of Italy in the last five years, you can apply for this special regime that lasts for 10 years, remain and becoming a resident, paying 7% on all your 
foreign income. That is important. Foreign source income. That means foreign pension, foreign income deriving from foreign assets. Typically, based on my experience, typically financial income. So individuals who have, for example, investment abroad, shares, participation, bonds held abroad, can relocate to Italy, receive in Italy. So they don't need to receive the income in a foreign bank account and then transfer the income to Italy. They can even receive directly the pension and the personal financial income into an Italian bank account and pay on annual basis 7% of debt. The saving is important because pension standard tax in Italy is up to 43%. And the financial income tax, so tax on dividends, capital gains, and the interest is generally 26%. So 7% is a huge but The requirement is, however, that they should relocate in the southern part of Italy. That is important. They should relocate in Sicily, Calabria, Sardinia, Campania, Abruzzo, Molise, Puglia. They cannot move in Tuscany. They cannot move in Milan or in Venice or in Florence. Not even in Rome. Mm -hmm. I have seen very few cases so far. To be frank with you, this regime has not been successful for many reasons. Probably because at the same time, Italy has introduced another regime parallel to the pensionary regime that most of the time, but of course this depends on the personal estate and the personal wealth, most of the time this other regime is more attractive. I'm talking about the flat tax regime or call it the lump sum regime or non-domicile regime. This non-domicile regime or lump sum regime is aimed at attracting wealthy individuals. So high net worth individuals or individuals, even entrepreneurs, of course, who have a significant flow of income on annual basis. Why this? Because the flat tax regime, the lump sum regime, they are required to pay under this regime is 100,000 euros per year. So the regime on any income, right? On any, again, non-Italian income. Yes. So that is important because we discussed it and we covered the inbound regime, the Rito de Cervelli, that was a favorable regime on Italian income, on Italian employment income. Because if you remember, uh, I said employees to work in Italy, so they shouldn't produce it. The two regimes I me I'm mentioning now, the pensioner and the lump sum regime, conversely, gives a benefit on non-Italian income. So yeah. any income derived from foreign asset can benefit from the special regime. Italian income, conversely, does not benefit from the special regime. If I'm a nine-network individual, Locating to Italy, my foreign income are covered by 100k flat tax. My Italian income, on my Italian income, I should pay ordinary taxes with no favorable regime. The flat tax regime, the lump sum regime, is addressed to high net worth individuals. 
And typically, this requires the application for this regime, the application to, to the mittens. So this regime requires a study, an analysis, because the key point here is understand and make an assessment on whether 100,000 euros versus ordinary taxes is efficient. And sometimes where the high net worth individuals at the same time is also work, or is also self-employed, or is also an, an entrepreneur, we need to compare the lump sum regime versus the inbound regime, for example. Most of the time, when I look at this analysis, I do a very simple calculation where I say, okay, these are the expected flow of incomes in the future from your business, from your assets, from your real estate as a brewery versus your current employment income, for example, or your current sales employment income, or your business income. That is important. The, the flat tax regime, even if the wording of the law itself is very easy, I can confirm with you that there are still se some areas, there's a certain degree a gray of certainty, area. a gray area of interpretation yeah. on certain elements. But what I can tell you is that this regime has attracted almost 1,000 individuals, just to give some numbers and the magnitude of this regime. These have attracted almost 1,000 employees over the last five years. Okay. Individuals and their family, because the flat tax regime can be extended to family members and the family members pay 25K. So for people who are listening, the flat tax regime may be a good uh, opportunity only where the annual flow of income exceeds a certain figures, a certain amount. To give some numbers in terms of financial income, if, if your financial income, annual financial income, exceeds 300, 350K per year, then you probably may look at the final worth individual's regime, at the flat tax regime, because that makes the flat tax regime more efficient. And this is for people coming from anywhere or Europe? This is for people coming from anywhere. Anywhere. This, this is for people, Italian citizen and foreign citizen. However, the only answer requirement is having been non-resident of Italy for at least nine out of the last 10 years. Okay. So if you compare with the inbound regime, the inbound regime requires two years. Okay. The pensioning regimes require five years. This facial regime requires nine out of the last 10. So for Italian individuals, for example, my experience is with individuals that were living abroad for many, many. So people who left Italy when they were younger, they made fortune abroad, so they come setting up a business, working for multinational, and they are now willing to relocate with their family in Italy. And this is the perfect time to take benefit of this regime. So the numbers are almost 1,000 individuals in the last five years. If you compare this number with the re-entry the Cervelli, with the inbound regime, of course you notice a huge difference. Yeah. Because inbound regimes 
Bangladeshim has attracted more than 20,000 individuals. Yeah. Probably more. I have no uh, update the numbers of the last two years, but up, up to three years ago, there were more than 20,000. Yeah. Because this attracts typically digital nomads, it attracts also younger workers that decide to relocate. It also attracted senior executives, entrepreneurs, but the, the magnitude is different. If I look at the pensioner, probably there has been less than 100, as far as I know. So the pensioner regime has not been successful to so far. This flat tax regime is a niche, it's just for high net worth individuals. The inbound regime is great because it's open to anyone, everyone, yeah. to everyone without particular restrictions. Yeah. And for people who decide to go for two years and come back after, so there's someone planning, yeah, that's where. Yeah, yeah. On, that, on that is important, Maria, because you, you mentioned an interesting point. I, I want to make clear a point on this. Yeah. The, you can do a plan, of course, within the law. You yeah. can stay abroad and then return. What you can't do is, I make it very simple. You are, a, you are employed by an Italian entity. You ask your employer to be seconded abroad for two years or three years and they return back. This is not allowed. So you cannot go on assignment abroad and then I return you from assignment to Italy and taking benefit of the inbound regime. Although this is not expressly provided by the law, tax authorities have officially clarified that you cannot return to Italy from a foreign assignment. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point, actually. So let's say you're at EY, you can't ask them to move you for two years and come back. You should leave, go somewhere else and come back somewhere else. Like, or, I should or, leave. Terminate, terminate yes, my employment relationship from a legal perspective, from a labor perspective. Go abroad. Yes, I can go to EY abroad and then return back. But there, are, there will be still a gray arm interpretation because tax authority might, might look this suspicious. Yeah. Because I'm going to the same company abroad and they're yeah. returning back probably with the same role. Yeah. Because uh, it, after two years, I mean, uh, I would probably be with the same rank or probably be promoted by, but within the same group or within the same industry. So yeah. this has to be carefully. This is not the aim of the, of, of the law, of course. The aim no, no, is sure. attracting the video. All the regimes I mentioned today, the aim is attract the capital, attract the human capital. So individuals and attract pensioners or attract high net worth individuals that can make business in Italy, can invest in Italy, doing business in Italy, and put cash into the Italian ecosystem. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. This is the end of this episode with Claudio Quartana. Thanks for listening and watch out for the next one. Gut Talks.